Black Girl and Ohm promotes holistic wellness and inner beauty for women of color. We encourage self-care, self-love, and self-empowerment for communities of color. This is Lauren Ash. And Dion Ivory, thank you so much for listening. First of all, hello, good people of America. We are here today. And beyond. And beyond. Clearly, you are in, you are in international little thing. We have all the people from all the places. We do. Listening. Hey, y'all. The analytics. You know. Konnichiwa. Hola. Bonjour. Namaste. Come on. Namaste. Yes. We are multilingual in the studio today. I love that. And we clearly have the giggles. We are in a great mood. It's pretty outside. We looking pretty. You know what I'm saying? Keith is up here with his pretty, pretty curls, you yes. know, and we're just feeling good. And we're so excited because we got our boo up in the spot today. We sure do. Yes. We have Janae Claiborne back yes. with us. Yes. Insert applause. Hey. Hi, honey. Good to be here. Good We're to have so you. excited. I was a little nervous driving here. Really? Why? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know y'all. I've been on the show before, <laughs> yes. and I just like had this moment of like, like flutters. Aww. I was driving, I was like, oh my God. But then I'm like, oh, it's going to be chill. It's yeah. fine. Girl, yeah. We're friends, it's fine. I think it was fun. It was great that we had the little before situation yeah, going on yeah, yes y'all we had a nerves. whole full-blown conversation before this conversation Ooh, lord and it was juicy filled it with, was lots <laughs> <laughs> with lots of tea <laughs> oh my god but yeah so you're like this multifaceted black woman i mean which a lot of the women on the podcast are which we really appreciate i mean that's just black women in general to be quite that's honest that's true mm-hmm, um yeah. you know but we're so excited to dive into who you are dive into your new journey with motherhood with your amazing baby the cutest thing i've ever seen <laughs> yes. um, um, and then, like, you being this nutritionist who has this very amazing, like, lifestyle brand with food and, like, relationship with food. Yes. So, yeah, we just have so many things that we want to talk about okay. with you. I do. And it'll be a good follow-up, like you said. You were right. in the first season, which Long is wild. Now. Oh, my God. So, you the were Kia. with Kia. Yeah. yeah. I was, like, second time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah I was, like, where was I? <laughs> right. But, yeah, we had such a good conversation, um, mostly centered on veganism. Right. Because we have a lot of listeners who are like wanting to dip a toe in not quite sure right. you know especially there's all these misconceptions about plant-based plant-based eating and being black right yes the fact that we love savory rich mm-hmm. multi-layered food and you just kind of bust the door wide open and say hey guess what you can still yes. eat um in this like really savory really enjoyable way mm-hmm. and with less harm on the planet and Thank with less you. harm on our bodies. Right. And so, so we'll we'll touch on that, but from an angle that Dion and I are really excited about, which is eating mindfully and eating plant based while traveling. Yes. yes. Because we travel yes. all the time. We do. And it's hard out here. It is. So no. girl, we need you to lace it's, us up. Yeah. Okay. Done. <laughs> Laced. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That, that's like being vegan is just like so multifaceted because I feel like here we are in LA. It's very easy. For most of us, I would say, to be mm-hmm, vegan, mm-hmm. as long as you have a kitchen and can cook for yourself. Um, and, you know, even if you want to go out and eat at restaurants, there's so many vegan restaurants. There here. are. There's so many amazing farmers markets to get your produce and yes. these grocery stores and all that. Um, but, you know, if you're like in middle America, it's a different situation. Or if you're traveling yeah. to like, I don't know, I'll say like we said konnichiwa. Uh, I'll say, like, for example, Japan yes. is not, I mean, it's easy to be vegan, mm-hmm. but, like, they sneak seafood into, like, everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, depending on where you are, True. you have to be mindful. You have to, yes. you know. Yeah. 
your your journey to staying vegan has to be a little bit different. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, can you walk us through, you know, when you're preparing for your trip and mm-hmm. your travels, like, what do you pack? Like, what is oh, in your look. must-have? Okay, so, first of all, I always take a full, like, multi-course meal on the airplane. Okay. I don't care how far I'm going. Mm-hmm. I get hungry. Mm-hmm. I just have to eat. So, I usually prepare, you know, on the airplane. You can't take liquids. You can't take hummus. Don't right. take that. Oh, really? Really? Girl, I take black out. bean dip. Oh, wow. I be having my black bean dip. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, I would try that, but, like, look, me... Watch me get it taken away, and I'm like, that was my black bean dip. Yeah. Yeah. Don't take that. Wow. Okay. Good. But look, for most people, I'm like, don't try it if you if you're really hungry and you really don't want to let it go just in case. Right. Because there have been situations with me, like my dad made some chili once, for example, mm-hmm. that I took on the airplane, and the TSA agent was like, you can't take this chili. No. I'm like, no, but it's got beans in it. I mean, it's like not even liquidy. Right. And I had to speak to a higher up what? to be able to take my chili on board. Girl. And if you oh don't have time, God. you don't have right. time. Right. You got to just throw right? away. Right. So I typically take things like sandwiches and like burgers, rice pilafs. Okay. You know rice and beans things yeah. like that and but i always always take something and also obviously you don't want to take anything that's too stinky for the airplane don't True. take cauliflower or brussels Girl, sprouts i'm that person though are you yeah okay well if you want to stay I'm healthy person that and you're that it person opens up, people are like what's that These i'm not kidding this facts. actually happened recently <laughs> someone behind me was like what's that smell and someone was like i think it's food oh and my I was god like, yes it's my yes, food it's food it's my food <laughs> I'm sorry, wait so what kind of sandwiches healthy? do so, you I'm, I usually make like burgers, so I love making like sweet potato burgers, beet burgers, black bean burgers. Okay, you make like I make this chickpea tuna that I make like every week. I put that just you know okay in between two slices of Ezekiel bread and wrap it up. Oh, um, I think the beautiful thing mm-hmm. too since um, when we had you on the show last is that you are now an author. Yes, so you mm-hmm. have your sweet potato soul cookbook yep. with a lot of the recipes that yes. are. I think really accessible to bring onto a plane. Yeah. Oh, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. There's a few sandwiches in there. There's like a tempeh sandwich. Mm-hmm. There's a pulled jerk. I think there's a pulled jerk jackfruit sandwich. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. I need to look in my own book. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's the burgers in there. There's like black eye pea fritters in there that Ooh. are great for the airplane. You know, I wouldn't put those between bread, but you know, yeah. with a sauce. Yeah. Um, I mean, Lots of options. so many options. And then having like a quick salad, like a cooked salad, not just a leave salad, mm-hmm. but something a lot bulkier yeah. with like a quinoa base or farro base. I love to take that on the airplane. Mm-hmm. And I also take food that is not perishable for later. I often bring my own oats mm-hmm. in like a Ziploc bag on the airplane. Mm-hmm. And so, and I'll add the cinnamon and sugar to it, mm-hmm. just like, you know, like quick cooked oats, but yeah. my version. Yeah. And I'll, Take that in the hotel room or Airbnb, and I'll use that at least for the first day, yeah, the first morning, until I can like go grocery shopping and get everything else I need. Yeah, I take fresh fruit on the airplane as long as it's not going to just get like mush. Like right. I won't take ripe bananas, right. but I'll take greener bananas. Yeah, that's right? true. Fruit, um, apples. I know. I was pears. looking at you like mine is always at the bottom of too my right. And then when you pull mushed. it out, you be looking all dusty. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I always convince myself I'm going to eat it, and usually it I end up like, throwing it away. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Okay, don't take bananas then. But like apples are great, or yeah, apples and peanut butter. There you go. But you got to do under three ounces Beyond's for new the snack peanut butter. that it, all of us have been eating since. Absolutely, we were <laughs> <laughs> I'm childish because I just learned about this like three months ago. <laughs> Don't fire me up. <laughs> I am upset. Wait, next level apples with almond butter though. Have you tried that? No, I haven't. But I tried almond butter, and I was like, it ain't it ain't touching. It's gif. not peanut butter. <laughs> it ain't okay, touching. Fine, all right. <laughs> I don't eat peanuts, even though I'm from the south. Also, but. 
I'm like kind of allergic to peanuts. Oh, so. oh, almond so butter for me. I know it's real sad. So I, I have a scenario for you. So there mm-hmm. have been times when I've had to go to the country. Mm. When it's basically like a food desert mm, and all yeah. they got is Wendy's mm-hmm. may have a Chick-fil-A, but you're not mm-hmm. promised that McDonald's obviously like, you know, Popeye's or yep. something. What do you do when you're, you know, on an extended trip in those places mm. and you're trying to maintain Walmart. healthy eat? Walmart. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like I have we, no excuse now. Walmart. Okay. Walmart is, I mean, it's, the, it's like life because when we were coming here from, we moved here from New York mm-hmm. and we did a road trip, three week road trip. So and we went through the South. We went, like, down the East Coast and then cut through the South. And cutting through, like, Virginia and Mm -hmm. Mississippi, Texas also. Like, you know, Texas is, like, nothing for long stretches. Mm -hmm. No, not even any Walmarts, to be honest. We just, we loved Walmart. We were able to refill our huge water jugs there. You can buy, obviously, your vegetables there. We would buy those clamshells, so those big plastic containers of already washed greens. They Mm -hmm. have, like, salad mix, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. Or if you don't want something that big, you just get, like, a bag of washed salad greens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We would buy that, and I would usually, so I would usually have a, a... salad dressing that I just like bought at like Whole Foods on our way because it can last for a long time mm-hmm. and I would keep I had a cooler in the in the car and I would just like keep ice in there mm-hmm. and keep that salad dressing cool and if I got lucky and we went to like a Whole Foods or something I would stock up or like you know replace yeah. get some new salad dressings but yes Walmart and also beans I would buy a can of beans mm-hmm. and we always had a can opener with us and we didn't have like a colander but I just open the can drain the liquid Add some more water, shake it, shake it, shake it, drain that, and now you have rinsed beans. So add that to your oh, salad. You got your salad dressing. Protein. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, those little packs of already cooked grains. I don't remember the, I think like, I can't remember the brand names, but they're already cooked. They got like quinoa, rice, whatever. And all you have to do is unzip them and like microwave them, or you can just eat them right out of the package. You don't have to warm them up. So they sell those at Walmart, too. Wow. So we were buying all that. Also, at Walmart, we would buy hummus, tortilla chips. Yeah. I mean, lots of fruit. Basically, Janae's here to let us know we got <laughs> lots of options. Right. I, I think no a lot excuse. of times we do make excuses. <laughs> I'll just speak for myself. I do make excuses. Yeah. <clears throat> when I travel because um, of something that we were actually talking about right before you came in, which is this idea of convenience, right? Yes. This idea of, like, what is easily accessible to exactly. me right. versus what takes more intention right. than that. Like and we're millennials. Said, take time. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, that's love time. Using my quick thing. little app. <laughs> the quick little hit the button, get the thing at my door. Right. right. And so, but, yeah, but thank the, you for the reminder. Sure. But, you know, like where my mom lives in mm-hmm. Swanee, Georgia, it's growing up, first of all, growing up, I wasn't vegan and I wasn't eating healthy. So I wasn't thinking about any of this. It doesn't matter. But like now when I go and visit her, especially, so I've been vegan now for eight, for eight years, Amazing. for eight years. And over those eight years, I would go visit my mom, be stuck in the house, be stuck in the burbs. Like even just to get out of the neighborhood is like two miles. Mm. <laughs> like no grocery store. Yeah. Walmart is the closest grocery store. And that's like, you know. And I would just feel like there's nothing for me to eat. I can't eat at any of these restaurants. I still can't. And so Walmart became my friend. So oh wow, I would just go there. My mom is really she's she's a really healthy eater. Also, and she buys all her stuff at Costco, like in bulk. Right, her fruits and her vegetables and stuff. Um, but yeah, I started just going to Walmart and 
you know, throwing stuff together. So like when we were on our road trip, I was like, oh, I'm already good. I already know Walmart. That's I amazing. Know what I can get here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But because I can't eat in restaurants. However, it's 2019. And now fast food restaurants are like all about the vegan. They are. They are. First so, of all, you so know they're bringing the Impossible Burger to the to Burger King? Yeah. Yes. They have it at exactly. they have it at uh, White Castle. Yes. First of all, I'm never stepping foot in there. <laughs> Me neither. But some of us <laughs> but, might. But that's right. I heard that they had it, though. Yeah. I knew that all of them were going to get it. Yes. I knew it. White Castle, Burger King, mm-hmm. at, uh, what's that place here? Um, Del Taco, they have Beyond Meat, so, um, Beyond Meat Tacos. tacos. Wow. Right. Wow. You can and also, so Taco Bell they don't have Taco any of Bell. these things yet, but you can always get vegan food at Taco Bell. I've been mm-hmm. hearing that for years, you, and I just cracked up at that. Yeah, I it has always that. been vegan friendly. Because when I was growing up, I we didn't eat beef; we just ate like chicken and fish. And I would always we would go after school to Taco Bell and I mm. get the bean burrito, no onions, no cheese. Thank oh my you. god, that sounds so totally good. vegan! And I didn't know no, it was I'm vegan hungry, then, but y'all. it is. Right? We do this. Yeah, like a bean Why burrito. We... I love I burritos. I love burritos. Oh my god, we need to have the snacks. <laughs> so when you're in the middle we of have... nowhere, if they have a Taco Bell and you're vegan, mm-hmm. you're, you're safe. Good. You're good. Wow, this is Ooh, okay, y'all. So let's switch gears <laughs> a little bit <laughs> from food <laughs> to motherhood. Mm. So little baby Jay came into the world. What's the date? Uh, January 29th, yes. 19th. Oh, and she's an Aquarius. Yes, yeah, like yes. me. You like too? me? Yes. <laughs> Y'all are all within a few days of each other. Oh it's my god, birthday. the thirty first. I'm the second, February second. Yep. That's I thought you said so Jane. Two, two, two. Oh, she. Oh, that, wow. Yeah, so that, precious. That's yeah. amazing. It is. Wow. Oh. So we'd love to hear you talk a little bit more about like pre baby J coming into the world. Yeah. Your your preparation. You know, mm-hmm. I know you were really intentional about having a home birth. Mm-hmm. And this is a conversation that I feel like we've been just. Dis- seeing more around black women opting for home births. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that you have very strong um, reasons for why you opted for it. So Mm -hmm. we'd love to hear more about that. And anything else that you did like to mindfully prepare for welcoming her? That's a great question. Thank you. Okay, so before I knew about the health disparities, I mean, I I know about the health disparities in the black community for men and women of all ages. But before I knew about maternal health disparities, I knew I'm going to have this baby at home. And I didn't know why. I never met anybody else who had their child at home except for like my great grandparents. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just knew it. I just felt like this is where she needs to be born. And then I needed to justify it for myself and try to figure out like, why do I feel this way? And it was like, like, oh, clear as day when I started reading about how you know the health disparities for black women black mothers and babies in the hospital I just didn't feel safe birthing in the hospital wow whereas most of us go to the hospital Mm -hmm. because that is the place that we feel the safest to deliver the child Mm -hmm. Um, if anything goes wrong you're at the hospital you know they can take care of it but for black women, you, we have to think twice about that. We have to be really mindful about choosing our doctors, our OBGs, and which hospital we birth at. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, depending on where you live, we live in L.A., so there's plenty of good hospitals here, mindful doctors. Um, but the still those disparities still do exist. Right. Black women are far more likely to die in childbirth, and the Shame. babies are far more likely to die within the first year even in Los Angeles. Wow. Um, 
But if you don't live in L.A., you live anywhere else in the United Mm -hmm. States, Mm -hmm. then you don't have all these options for great doctors and great hospitals to deliver your baby. So I think it's I think a lot of us are choosing to have home births just out of necessity, Mm. a bit of fear. And I don't like to live from a place of fear, but Mm -hmm. just more so a bit more so like I want to have autonomy over my birth. That's more than fear. I just I wanted to be in in control of it rather than give that over to the hospital. Yeah. You know, especially being a black woman. Exactly. And then, yeah, a lot of us out of necessity feel like I just I haven't found the right doctor. I haven't found the the right system to birth in. So I'm going to do it at home. I'm going to find a midwife. Mm -hmm. Just make it happen at home. Yeah. But unfortunately for a lot of us, that's also not too possible because midwives often don't take insurance and paying out of pocket it is very expensive wow so you know Mm, mm -hmm. that's tough yeah that's tough we need to like forget about home births we need to get the you know medical system together Mm -hmm. to serve all of us equally Mm -hmm. and then you know Mm -hmm. so what was your system for finding a midwife i went on yelp wow (laughs) i love yelp now that i live here Mm mm-hmm it has just served me so well. So I went on Yelp. I Like I said, I didn't know anybody to ask. I didn't know anyone to be like, who was your midwife? So I went on Yelp. I just started reading reviews. Mm-hmm. And I chose, I I did interview a few midwives. But the one I chose, she's a Sikh. Um, she's an American woman who mm-hmm. became a Sikh, mm-hmm. you know, yogic, kundalini. Right. And she just had like such great energy. She's from Brooklyn. She's very motherly. Amazing. She just has such a nice spirit. Mm-hmm. And it's not just her in the office. It's her. Her name is Davy Kalsa. And then there's another midwife named Michelle Gerber, mm-hmm. who's also a naturopathic doctor. And um, each appointment, I would see either her or Michelle. We'd you know, go back and forth the mm-hmm. whole pregnancy. And I liked that they were just so much more... They were fine with me saying, I'm, I don't want to do the... Um, the for example the diabetes test they have you drink this like huge thing of the sugariest sugary mm. substance you can imagine mm. and then they test your how your body responds to it i'm like i'm not drinking that i'm pregnant i'm not <laughs> drinking that yes. they're like well you drink it because you're pregnant because we need to make sure you don't mm. have diabetes but my midwife was well she gave me another option to test my diabetes which i mean most OBGs wouldn't even think wow. to give mm-hmm. the patient something else. They're like, no, you have to do this right. or you might kill your baby. That's how wow. they make it feel. Wow. In the medical system, everything is like worst case scenario. Right. It's never like when you're pregnant, it should be a celebration. Absolutely. It should be great. Good for you. You're doing so well. Oh, my God. You're glowing. Your baby is going to be amazing. Reaffirming yes. life. Yes. Absolutely. But that is not, not at all. The experience, at least for me, because I was going to my I was going to Kaiser because that's the insurance I had for my tests. So I didn't have to pay out of pocket through my my midwife, just like blood tests and like ultrasounds and stuff. And every time we went, it was like doomsday. Wow. Mm, that is terrible. And that kind of energy. Right. On yeah. you around you as you're preparing for Oof. like you said, what you want to be a celebration. Exactly. Right. I, I opt out. I opted out of a lot of stuff. Because I, I did do a lot of research trying to figure out, do I need this test or don't I need this test? What are the risks involved in getting the test and not getting the test? So many of the tests that our, our, our hospitals do are not, they often show false positives, basically. Um, and so basically it could show that your baby might have some sort of disorder or, or you know, 
yeah, basically a disorder. And in fact, the baby doesn't. But you wouldn't know that until the baby's born. So I was just like, I don't want the test. I, wow. I'm going to love this baby no matter what. Yes. So I don't want the test. Now, yes. I understand some people getting the test, mm-hmm. concerns. But for me, I didn't even want it. Mm. I, didn't want an, I didn't want the negative energy of like them constantly looking for. Right. I remember like the 20-week ultrasound. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful ultrasound. And it was so good to see the baby. And, and then like a week later, they're like, we saw this, this little... Um, they call it, I forgot what they call it. Something in the baby's brain. It's like a little pocket of air, and ninety nine point nine percent it's safe and it's very common. Mm-hmm. And like ten ten percent of babies have it in the womb. But there's that one like there's like one off chance that it could be this thing. It could be so we need you to come back in for another ultrasound. Wow. I was like, no, I'm not going back in. I talked to my midwife. She's like, no, it's probably fine. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going in. You're not going to scare me like that. Yes. No. But to be honest, so for preparation for me, it was a lot of research, a lot, not before I got pregnant, but once I got pregnant, a lot of research, a lot of informing informing myself on like what to expect when I go to the hospital, Mm -hmm. what they want from me. You know, it's a business. They're trying to make money. So all these tests bring the hospitals a lot of money yeah so learning about that keeping that in mind um also learning about my body and about the power that my body has and Mm -hmm. the fact that like we as human beings have and human being women have been birthing forever like we wouldn't be here if we haven't been birthing the whole hospital birthing system has only been around for like a little over 100 years so wow, but we've been anciently yeah. birthing out these exactly. little babies since the beginning of time. Exactly with the help of other women. Exactly. Yes. yes. So yes. I feel like that's all I need, and that is what I needed. I she was born at home. It was a great birth. It was safe. I felt great the whole. T- it was thirty-seven hours, wow. and it, not once in that wow. thirty-seven hours did I feel like I need to go to hospital. That's I amazing. kept telling myself, "Wow, I'm so blessed to be at home." And granted, I was only in active labor for six of those hours, but that's kind of still, that's a long time. It is, yeah. I was still having contractions the whole time. But I was just, I felt so full of just like gratitude to be home, to wow, be safe. Wow, that's so beautiful. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, everybody should have that. They don't, but I would like to, you know, hopefully we can move in that direction. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. I mean, I you know, don't have any plans on having any babies. But if I do I find myself in that situation, mm-hmm. um, you know, everything you stated was mm-hmm. really powerful. Um, and it's helping me to be more aware of like what I want my pregnancy to look right. like and all of that. So, right. yeah, thank you. You're welcome. And, you know, I want to say one thing, especially for. So we live in this amazing life and world where we have all this amazing technology. And if you want to have for instance, a C-section, if that's like mm-hmm. you're really maybe you have a lot of fear around vaginal birth or maybe you maybe like I don't know. I don't know if there's like what health conditions you might have that you can't have a vaginal birth. I don't know. But you have that option. That's beautiful. If an emergency comes up, you have that option. That's wonderful. If you feel more comfortable being in hospital, that's amazing. The only thing is I wish that women knew about all of these options and also knew about our power and because so so many of us we decide to just do the 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 most normal thing because we don't realize that we can we can just have the baby at home we give away our powers to the system yes um, without understanding that 
like we have it first and we shouldn't mm. just like give it over. We, yeah. They should be serving us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think all ways of birth are fine. I just, mm-hmm. that's not my, my, my thing is just that I, w- I wish women knew. Yes. But there are options. Possibilities. Yeah. yeah. Possibilities. Power and, and choice. And knew, knew how powerful their, their bodies are. Right. Yeah. Without your mind. Like you don't have to like will yourself to be able to have this baby. Mm-hmm. Like your body's going to do it. It's mm-hmm. just like your body does everything. Your body literally made this person without you having to do anything yes. mm-hmm. for nine months yes. mm-hmm. and like of course it's going to be able to get the baby out that's right. the easiest that's like the last thing <laughs> wow. you know yeah so thank you for affirming that all routes are valid yeah too. yeah yes. i think it's important it's important to know because you don't want to shame yeah yeah, yeah. like it's, yeah. it's the same thing Right? Yeah, for sure. If the, the the medical system is like shaming us because we're having home births, mm-hmm. what? Like, no. I'm going to shame you because you want to go to the doctor. No, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. We should have these options. Absolutely. All of Beautiful. them should be safe. That's mm-hmm. the point. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the common thread. That's right. Right. So, wow, 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 and more wows. Um, (laughs) So, you know, now that you are a new mom, like, I would love for you to talk about, like, how motherhood has empowered you and in what ways has it, you know, shifted you or changed your perception about life and about everything. Because I know motherhood is like a whole, it's like you're entering a whole nother realm. Right. A new person. Right. And like a few days before I had the baby, I kept like meditating on this, this realization that I was going to like the old me was going to die and Mm. a new me was going to be born with Mm -hmm. baby and it was like I needed to I needed to accept the the death to be Mm. to be able to accept that I was about to have the baby for me to really let go of the fear yeah because I did a lot of meditation I did Mm -hmm. like hypnobirthing and Mm -hmm. all this breath work and yoga to and all this research um to to get over fear mm-hmm. but still there was there's still a little fear you about to like push a baby out Literally. or something might go wrong and you might end up in the hospital or who knows right. who knows it's it's life so i had to really meditate on like death like not you know not death in the the form of like my body is dying but like this part of me mm-hmm. is dying i mm-hmm. have to say goodbye to it and um so i did that a lot before i went into labor and it was so helpful so when labor came on i was like i'm ready yeah i didn't die in a way wow and powerful yeah i wasn't ready to physically die but it really though i kind of was it was just ready for whatever to come Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um yeah and like when i'll never forget the feeling of her coming out so her head came out and then like her body slid out like super fast right after and then within a split second a split of a split of a second she was on my chest they like mm. throw her on your chest poop, like mm. and she's wet and slimy and she's looking all like like a you know monster <laughs> well, like, like a little the alien. cutest monster I yeah know, they're so cute <laughs> so yeah. and like all she had like blood and like all stuff on her and that in that moment i just felt like i just like my whole world just changed like wow. it's just like a shift and i think about it every single day Still, wow. whenever I'm looking at her, or I'm nursing her. I just I think about that moment, <sighs> and it has. I mean, I do feel like the same me, but I also feel not like the same me because now I I feel like I have I'm so much more powerful. Mm. We're all powerful. I just I just feel like I know my power yes. more, mm-hmm. and I can speak up for myself more than mm-hmm. I could before because yes. I have to speak up for like don't touch the baby da, 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 yes. all the time with right. strangers. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like so much more 
I have so much more respect and admiration for my mom, all moms, wow. and all women in general. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've definitely learned since becoming a mom. And going back to that moment, too, that's a special moment that you had because you opted for a home birth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we're not given that option. Right. Like when you said that, I was like, wait, I don't. And yeah. then I was offered the home birth. Right. Yeah. Wow. Like that right. you just got to have her there. The I moment. Throw her on your She chest. stepped out. Right. Unless there's something wrong with the baby. Mm-hmm. Like the baby. I mean, in those first moments, there's very few things that can that would justify not putting the baby on the mom's chest. Because mm-hmm. if the baby's not breathing of or anything, the being on the chest is often what's going to make the baby breathe. Mm-hmm. Being skin to skin with the mom. So there's a very, very connection. little yeah, to, to reason to not have that. Wow. Um, and it is oh like the God. most incredible... It's crazy. It's so crazy. The way that you're, I wish everyone could see, like, <laughs> Janae, you're just, like, lit up, mm-hmm. smiling so big, mm-hmm. beaming about this moment. It makes yeah. me feel not so bad about, like, being totally sleep de- deprived. <laughs> I can't even think of that word. Because um, I am right now. Yeah. But it's like, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Because she's here and she's so sweet. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that little, baby little baby J, little baby J, my girl. Yeah, just hearing you talk about it so passionately, I'm like, oh my god, mm. it really does bring you so much joy. Mm. And you know what? I think about this a lot. So, I and I thought about this before having the baby. I was like, but wait, let me have the baby first before I can really know that I feel this way. I feel like if women knew the power that we all have, this power to create life and to bring life forward, like. Like, like without, I had help and I think it's great to have help, you know, having a midwife to help deliver the baby, but the power really is in us. Mm -hmm. And I think whether you choose to have a baby or not, you still have that power. Mm -hmm. So women who are like, I'm not having children, that doesn't matter. That doesn't mean that you're not, that you don't have that power within you. Mm -hmm. It's not about like actually birthing a baby. It's about something so intrinsic. Yeah. And so this like. It's just so like natural and mm-hmm. just so, you know, yes. raw yes. that we all have. And I feel like if we knew that we have this power, especially in this day and age, mm-hmm. like things could be so much better. Wow. Because I think in the past, you know, Chimamanda and her, like we should all be feminists saying she talks about how I think it's in that she talks about in the past, men were the s- stronger. Right. So, of course, they were they were more in control because they were stronger and they could like you know, do X, Y, and Z. But now we don't, like, the society doesn't run off of brute strength. Mm. It runs off of our minds, Mm -hmm. right? Power through Mm -hmm. our minds. And our hearts. And our hearts, but not enough heart. And and I think that, like, the power that we, in 2019, Mm -hmm. like, running a world, the world Mm -hmm. off of, like, mental energy, like, it's just what I'm trying to say is that it's not based on like brute strength anymore. Mm-hmm. If we knew the power that we have as women, right. we could run everything right. and things yes. would be just so much better. Yeah. Yes. So much better. Yeah. So yeah, I just wish I, I wish love we when we that. get into conversations about like our inherent power as women yeah. and mm-hmm. divine feminine energy. Yes. It makes me really excited me because too. that's really at the heart, I think, of all of our conversations. Absolutely, that we have it here. is for right. sure. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, so I have a father who has a lot of that feminine energy, and I, and so you know, seeing my dad, I'm like, okay, it's not just a female, like a male, female thing. 
right? Like, what, 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 no matter what you're born as, that doesn't matter as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think women, well, obviously, naturally, we have more of the feminine. And males mm-hmm. have more of the ma- masculine. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, even men can tap into this power, yes. the divine feminine. And yes. I think if the world mm. were more set up to appreciate that and to understand the power and, like, the necessity for it, then even men... I completely agree. And, and everybody in between could, you know, y- utilize more of that as well. Yeah. We look down at that. We think it's silly when you talk Absolutely. about divine feminine and we just like, scoff, <laughs> you know, brush it off. But there's so much truth and power to that. So I, I just want us to like push that forward to yes. the forefront so that this, you know, moving forward, yes. this planet could just be such a much better place. Yes. Um, I, going back to what you said earlier about how like all of us have this inherent strength, but like, um, when you had your baby, you became more aware of it. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of moms talk about that. I love Beyonce, so I'm just going to bring her into it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, the way she talks about motherhood and she's just like, I found so much strength. I'm just way more confident and like all these things. And it's like us being these, these powerful beings who give life yeah. essentially in every sense of the word creatively, you know, like spiritually, yada, yada, yada. And it's just like having a birth is like the physical manifestation of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Totally. And it just makes me, I mean, it's like, I don't have to have a baby to know that, mm-hmm. but for you to express like you being more aware of your power through that, yeah. it's like Dion, like, like step in, like it, it helps me to be more aware that I can step into that now. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, without having to have the baby. Right. right. But there are other physical manifestations of, of totally. power. Absolutely. You know? Totally. Yeah. Exactly. I love exactly. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. You are, you are out here with your gorgeous baby <laughs> and your family and y'all are doing all the things and you know, black women and like tradition and it's so beautiful mm, you know what i'm saying so i'm even thinking about visually documenting that like yes. black motherhood oh, oh my, my god goodness. um i would love for you to talk about like any traditions that you're excited to experience and share with your daughter mm-hmm. well for years you know I, I cook i love to cook and for years i've been thinking about like the just like making pancakes like making like the foods that i'm gonna make for yeah. her Right now, she only eats breast milk. <laughs> so we have a, we have, I mean, I don't know. We we have a few more months. We probably at least have like six months until we introduce pancakes. Yeah. yeah. But, um, <laughs> and for her to even understand what's going on, we have like a couple of years. But I just think about like growing up and, you know, Sunday morning, my family. So we, we weren't like church people, but we always put on the, um, the radio station, you know, Sunday morning, mm-hmm. you know, V103. I don't know the rest of the world, but in Atlanta, V103, they play the um, gospel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As my nana calls it, spirituals. It. Yeah. And they was my family. My, I was raised with my mom, my grandmother, mm-hmm. uh, my dad. We're super close, but I never had him at home. He has, you know, moved. My Him and my mom were never married, and they um, split up, and then he was married and, like, had another family. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so it was my mom, my grandmother, and me, and my aunt. And we would, they would just, like, blare the music super early in the morning. That's what <laughs> would wake me up. That and, like, the smell of pancakes, home yes. fries, all that stuff just wafting upstairs. Yes. Wake me up from the time I was, like, I mean, I mean as early as I can remember. Yeah. And so, like, I moved out of the house to go to college. And oh, that's just, like, the best tradition and, like, like going downstairs and help my grandmother peel the potatoes yeah. and like slice them and oh I just loved it so much and so I just think about doing the same for my daughter and yes. if we have other children just our family and just having that sort of 
Sunday morning tradition. Yes, we will still be playing spirituals. Mm-hmm. I know we don't go to church, but we still love gospel music. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's um, like a black cultural yes, tradition. It absolutely right? is. Absolutely. Which I didn't realize because growing up Christian, listening uh-huh. to it, but then uh-huh. in college when I met people from either like more agnostic or just different faith traditions than mine, hearing that my black folks still listen to gospel, I was mm-hmm. like, what? I didn't realize it for a while. Yeah. It's and powerful. I it. Yeah. It is. I know because my husband, he's white, you know, mm-hmm. and there's so often I'm like singing a song and he's like what is that song that is like, so hilarious that's so and so and I'll, 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 honestly I, I usually don't know who sings the song like what choir or whatever and um but he'll probably like, Kirk Franklin I know Fred Hammond <laughs> exactly Fred, but mm-hmm. look so um Lizzo do y'all know that show Fresh Air on NPR mm-hmm. so I was listening to her on NPR I don't even listen to Fresh Air that much but Lizzo was on mm-hmm. and I love Lizzo so so somebody I think so. The host, the host asked her, I don't remember. But anyway, so someone asked a question, and so but the the host said it, and then Lizzo starts singing. She's like, right? Kirk Franklin. And I was like, and I went home. I was like, wait, like someone asked question, and I was like, Max. Oh, I just heard Lizzo just sang just like the the first line, the song that I love. And he's like, wait, what is it? He finds it for me. He's like, okay, of course it's Kirk Franklin. But it's so funny because like Lizzo, like she's not. I mean, she's also from. She's from Texas. Right. Girl, yeah, I just found out she was from Houston. Yeah, she's from Houston, right. She was Houston. like, Southwest. I remember, like, orange. Beyonce, yeah. yeah. Right, right. And I'm like, you know, we're not from the exact same place. We're both from the South, but, like, that connection. Right. Just like, and then it's so funny because the woman interviewing her was like, it totally went over her head. And, like, for probably 95% of, of the people listening. Right. Listen <laughs> on that show. But I'm like, oh, my God, I haven't heard this song in so long. Max, look it up for me. <laughs> and my mom and my grandmother, they still, I mean, I go home and they still... They yeah. still keep those, those traditions, the gospel and, you know, the spirituals. Yeah. So, and my mom, she plays, like, YouTube videos of, she'll be like, Janae, I, you haven't, we haven't heard this song in so long. She'll send me a YouTube video of it, like, the choir singing. Oh, so funny. that's so beautiful. So funny. I love that so much. Me too. Like, hearing you talk about that, like, I just, it was like a movie playing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, oh, my God. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. The ritual. And it was like yes. all women in that space. Yes. Like, I'm just like, oh, power, 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 power. Power. Yes. power. I yes. was so blessed to have grown up like that. Yeah. So blessed. And I then, love like, that. you know, the dynamics and, like, they are all so very different from each other. Mm-hmm. And I just love, I always thought they should have a reality show. But. And it's multi generational, too. Yeah. It reminds yep. me of Jane the Virgin. I don't know if you watch that I show. I haven't seen it. I gave up on it because she chose Raphael, but oh, we ain't going to talk about okay. that. Um, sorry for people who aren't watching. Um, <laughs> but I do, I do love that mom and grandmother yes. and daughter and auntie. I, I, I miss that. And like now having a daughter, we live across the country yeah. and it is painful. Mm. And it's like, I feel like I, I want to move back home, but also I don't because my life is here now. Yeah. Like I'm married. Like yeah. they, you know, my, mom they, my mom was a single mom and everything so like she, if she wanted to back then she could have moved across the country but like I'm I'm married so it's up to, you know it's not just up to me right but I do wish that my daughter had I mean maybe she's only four months old so going forward maybe we'll move back home maybe mm-hmm. she will be able to be around her great grandma and her grandma like I was um, but I just I really do want her to experience a little bit of that like I did yes. <sighs> 
Yeah. Well, you set the intention. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll they'll move it. here. Well, that's oh. what came into my mind that's as soon love. as you said it. Y'all can create that. new traditions. Right. Obviously with that yes. one still, but like, right. you know, yes. with your new lifestyle right. and all. Yeah. My mom's like, oh my God, California. Those taxes are so high. <laughs> How <laughs> can she anyone live there? <laughs> that's real. She ain't lying. It's real. But, but like I always tell her, yes, but like by living here, you know, I have so many more opportunities, so I make more money. Absolutely. I would rather be paying higher tax. I want to, I want to pay more tax, basically, because if I'm paying more taxes, I'm making more money. That's right? what it means. Yeah. yeah, that's what it means. Yeah, and then like having opportunity is like exactly. You know, and I have the ocean, and I have the mountains. Girl, so. I know exactly what I'm paying for, and I'm yeah, happy me to too. be doing it. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yes. That's how I feel, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So speaking of the fact that you get more opportunities here, you know, you're a creative entrepreneur. You are an author. You're a blogger. You have this amazing YouTube channel that I get my life on mm-hmm. every time I go grocery shopping and I'm mm-hmm. like, what new vegan dish can I make? Um, and now you're a mother. So do you believe in balance? Do you believe in that is... like in in I know that like, for example, when you first had little baby Jay, you <laughs> took some time off and that was big for you, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, um, scary. And I remember a few months ago when I was in Bali and Dr. Tiffany Lester, who's been on the show before, who's a friend, um, spoke to us on retreat. And she actually said she doesn't really believe in balance, but she believes in harmony. Mm. You know, this idea of like, there's never really going to be a time in our lives, especially as women, black women who are doing a lot of amazing things and and still trying to center ourselves. There's never really going to be a time where everything is perfectly in balance. Mm, That's why she believes in harmony of like... this time in my life, I can focus on this, and this is going to not be as much a priority, but I'm yeah. going to come back around to that later. Yeah. So I just want to get your thoughts Ooh. on that. Well, I love that. I mean, that's mm-hmm. totally inspiring to me because I, I, I haven't really thought much about, like, do I believe in balance or not? I do definitely feel that way. Harmony sounds so much better. Mm-hmm. But I also I've always kind of felt like you can't have it all. And I think that's okay. You know, there's that question about, like, as a woman, can you have it all? all? And I feel like, first of all, I mean, can you have it all? What is all? Is all, all is different for every person. It is. For me, like, before I had the baby, I, like, for the last maybe, like, five years, I really wanted to have a baby. I really, like, felt like if I have a child, that this will make me feel complete. Not that I like needed her to validate me or anything, Mm -hmm. but I felt like that, like being a mother was something inside of me that I was really looking forward to having and like expressing and having her. I just knew, I just knew if I have like, I have a baby, I'm going to feel some sort of way. And I have felt that way though, for other things, like for work, if I get that, when I had my old private staff company, if I get my first client, everything is going to be fine. It's all going to work out. And then I get my first client. And I get my second client, my third client. And I'm like, yeah, well, I wish I had this now. I wish I did. <laughs> mm-hmm. But so I guess yeah, having it all is different for everybody because you can reach your goals. Like I am constantly reaching goals yeah. and they don't it doesn't make me feel like like, OK, I'm done. Right. It's mm-hmm. like I don't even hardly register it anymore. And because I hardly register it anymore. Dion and I are over here convicted <laughs> looking at each other. You feel me, right? Yes. Yes. And it's beautiful to like celebrate your check, goals and da, 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 da. when you're a very ambitious person. Yeah. It's like right over your head, check. Okay, what's, what's next? next boo? What's, what's next? next? <laughs> right? You hardly even celebrate. And when I do celebrate, it's like, yeah, like I'm kind of I'm celebrating, but like I'm already thinking about the next thing. So why am I celebrating yeah. this? 
right? And so as a very ambitious person, that's just, I think that's just us. That's just how it's going to be. But for me, having a baby, I was like, it actually does make me feel like, like, oh, yeah, I feel like I've accomplished. Like the thing that I really, really wanted, I have that. Like Mm. it could shift, whatever. I mean, I'm always going to have her. Mm -hmm. She's always going to be my child. But I feel like, oh. And I don't feel like that with way with with work or anything still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like like my being feels like I feel complete, yeah. you know. But so anyway, can you have it all? It depends on you know what all is balance. Yeah, harmony is much better than balance. Yeah, everything comes in season. Absolutely, right? Absolutely, you got to be like constantly grateful for what you do have yeah. I always telling myself like be grateful be grateful like right now I'm not sleeping very well like I have like one day of sleeping well and then the next day I don't, like don't sleep at all like mm-hmm. last night I didn't like sleep at all and I, I woke up this morning I was like oh my god what am I gonna do how am I gonna like get through the day and I feel fine yeah. but um I, I just have to keep reminding myself you know what I didn't sleep well last night because she was up you know doing everything all night but <laughs> that means that the next night I probably will get more sleep yeah fine mm-hmm. so yeah I just kind of take it you are hilarious we're sending you useful vibes for a great we are tonight thank you mm-hmm. thank you um <laughs> so I want to know like what do you want your daughter to remember you for oh Mm. I want her to remember me for my oh for my love mm. I think mm-hmm. I think yeah but even more than that because like you can love is something that a mom is going to express regardless right. and love you know expressing love somebody could be abusive and that could be their way of showing their love Mm -hmm. so more specifically i think i'd like her to remember me for my kindness Mm -hmm. and my compassion Mm -hmm. towards uh, you know other people but also to her and i want i always tell her even when she was in the womb still i always would tell her that i'm always going to be here for you and that because my parents they definitely you know showed that to me they've always been here for me and I think that's helped me so much in like living. Mm-hmm. And I want her to, I want her to know that that we're always here for her, no matter what. Beautiful. Yeah, and because you know, life, it's like yeah. you can't be like, I want my kid to be happy because that's right. Nobody's happy all the time. Right. That's not a that's not a good goal. Yeah. So to know that even when you're not happy, when things aren't going well, that someone has your back regardless Mm -hmm. it's very helpful at least it has been for me yeah that's incredibly special to have that too Mm -hmm. the kindness and compassion that's already that's already done Mm -hmm. you're i always tell people like when i describe you i'm always like janae is literally one of the kindest and most compassionate people i've ever met like it just Mm -hmm. radiates out of you Mm -hmm. and then obviously that informs your work Mm -hmm. and like what you do and how you live your life so Mm -hmm. she already feel that boo she already feel good that's good that's good i'm happy That's so beautiful. I love mm. that question, Dion. Thank you. Yeah. Girl, I was like, you know, the Lord was speaking to me. Mm. I was like, that is a great question. Mm. That was a good one. Yeah, you, you guys are great. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You're great. Thank you. <laughs> I just love seeing you glow, you yeah, know, and I, you. I love seeing black women like, 
I mean, obviously, I don't know your personal life like that, but from what I see and from what I experience and I feel from you when I'm in your presence, it's like true joy. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that's so amazing. And I'm like, God, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for like allowing her to have that. Yes. Yeah. You know, oh God, like we so deserve that. And then yeah. like also you, you two being um, um, intentional about pursuing that for yourself, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thank you for that. Mm, thank it's really you. inspiring. Yes. Well, I think the the universe all yes. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe something to close with for any of our community members who are considering motherhood. Mm-hmm. What would you offer? I would. And that includes me, so I'm yeah. I'm taking notes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, <with> this friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay <laughs> we're just messing with lauren uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. disregard <laughs> i'm getting hot i'm uh-huh. gonna take off my layers right? <laughs> it's your brown bag oh, wow. <laughs> Could you i just got back from hawaii y'all i'm like real brown right now mm-hmm. and it's so great yes <laughs> the vitamin d um okay so first thing is timelines get rid of the timeline oh like don't worry about it really because okay. that's one thing you know when you when you turn 35 the medical system regards you if you're pregnant as a geriatric pregnancy i'm done yay for that now that's what i'm saying like this negativity right not that geriatric is like like winter old but whatever but 35 years old yeah i think i and i know i want to have at least a child one child mm-hmm. and I've been thinking about having it like towards the end of my 30s mm-hmm. and I have received quite a few people who are like oh like you shouldn't do that and I always just put that back Goodbye. I'm like that doesn't belong to me that belongs to you and right. you're thinking but right. so I didn't know that it was like it was actually like medically mm-hmm. rooted in that mm-hmm. but yeah yeah it is I mean I know lots of people who've had children at like <laughs> one of my friends whose baby is a week younger than mine mm-hmm. she, she she just turned 39, so the baby was born when she was 38. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, it's fine. Yeah. And she, you know, um, I just, I feel like, in Latham Thomas talks about this, how age, mm-hmm. all these things, it's like, it's not, like, the number does not define you. Mm-hmm. How many years you've been on the earth does mm-hmm. not define mm-hmm. you. It's really so much more than that. Yes. And I think, like, you know, medical system and how we look at things in this, our culture, it's like cut and dry, black and white. Yeah. Right? But nothing is black and white. You know, my grandmother is 83 years old, and she looks and acts like she's 30 years younger. Yeah. But, like, technically she's 83, but, like, you know? Yeah. Like, who's to say what you should look like and act like when you're 83 or Absolutely. when you're 35 or when you're pregnant at 40, whatever? Yeah. So I just think it's un- it's not helpful to to you as a woman to mm-hmm. take on that. You right. know? Mm-hmm. It's all about positivity. When I was pregnant, I my affirmation game was on point. Yes. And I tell you, it was so helpful in the birth and in just, like, this whole process of getting rid of fear and so when you are living your life, it's very important to affirm positivity mm-hmm. rather than, oh, you know, I'm going to be 40 or 35. I'm going to have, you know, all these. No, don't worry yeah. about that. Yeah. So timelines, I think get rid of it and um, just take care of yourself. Like, that's it. Just eat well, be well. And then, like, things work out. It's, you know, everything is connected. Yeah. Right. So if you are taking good care of yourself then 
you're going to have better outcomes yeah. in all areas of Absolutely. your life. So with having a baby too, because a lot of people were like, how did you prepare for pregnancy? And I was like, I didn't mindfully prepare. I just, I didn't like specifically, like before I got pregnant, I was like, I got to change my diet. I got to do this, got to do that. I didn't do that because I was already living so well. I was already I eating that. so well. I was yeah. already exercising. I was already whatever. Because I didn't have to. Didn't have to like change my life right before I got pregnant. So I think, yeah, just work on yourself and being mm-hmm. healthy now and you'll be fine. That's great advice. Thank you. Yeah. Great advice. Thanks. Wow. I, I mean it. It's very, and it's also, it doesn't have to be difficult. It's not about like diets and stuff and like, should I do this and should I do that one? Like whole foods, whole food, plant-based diet and you're good. Yeah. You don't have to be 100% vegan, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm vegan, not necessarily for, I'm vegan for health, mm-hmm. but like the number one reason I'm vegan is for my ethics and for compassion for animals right that's the number one so like if somebody is vegan or somebody is just plant-based and they don't have they're not making the the ethical connection like Mm -hmm. i do Mm -hmm. it's not like you're gonna die just eat whole food plant-based mostly plants right yeah and exercise be happy so when Mm -hmm. when i say be happy like it's i know it's hard It's, it's harder said than done but or easier said than done but just like have community like, do what makes you happy, yeah. whatever that be, means. Yeah. Like, prioritize that in life, yeah. and you'll be fine. Beautiful. Like, if you look at the blue zones mm-hmm. and what those people do, they eat plant-based diets. Mm-hmm. They have community around them, the, you know, family and, you know, friends and all that. And they ex- they get exercise. They, like, farm. They don't, like, go to Soul Cycle and stuff like that. They just are active. <laughs> I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's yeah. all you need. You don't have to, like, spend money on it. You yes. don't have to, like, move to Los Angeles so you can get green juice. It's really not that difficult. It's yes. accessible. I mean, it might be difficult in this society, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah, got it's you. simple. Yeah. Yes. Well, wow. thank you for that. Yeah. You're welcome. And thank you for all of the wisdom you've shared with us. <laughs> that was really beautiful and very thoughtful. Oh, thank you. Yes. yes. Thank you. So for those who might be brand new to you and what you offer and all that stuff, where can we stay connected with you? Okay. Um, so Sweet Potato Soul across the board. So on Instagram, I'm at Sweet Potato Soul. I post to Instagram every day, and I have a lot of new fun stuff coming. Okay. Yay. I'm so excited about. Yay. We're excited, too. Yay. Look, so yesterday I was listening, a little side note, I was listening to Latino USA, and they had Sandra Cisneros on, and she was talking about how, as an artist, as creative, when you are, like, bogged down with all these worries, it's very hard to be creative, right? Yes. So when I was on maternity leave... I didn't I didn't have work to worry about because I wasn't working and I have like so many of these creative ideas just come to me and so right now what I'm working on is executing them so I have like all these different ideas for new shows for YouTube and for my Instagram channel so follow me on Instagram and YouTube sweet potato soul at both and if you ever need recipes you can go straight to the YouTube or yeah you can go straight to YouTube or Instagram or you can go straight to my blog sweetpotatosoul.com you can use the search button or you can go to the recipes page and you can buy my cookbook, Sweet Potato Soul, mm-hmm. anywhere books are sold or simply just on Amazon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for blessing the cheese. people. <laughs> Thank you so much, Shanae. You're welcome. Thank you. Yes. So that was great. <laughs> uh... 
Black Girl and Ohm creates space for women of color to breathe easy. You guys, we would like to thank our amazing podcast crew. Khalid B, thank you so much for an amazing intro. It's live and it's lit. I love it every time I listen to it. Keith, good news. You are such a phenomenal audio engineer. Thank you so much. Um, Valerie Titus Glover, our digital strategist on the podcast team. Girl, you are amazing. Thank you for your commitment. And to our amazing community members, y'all some real ones, day ones. We want to thank y'all so much for rocking with us. We love you, support you, and we are so grateful to share space with you.